So I'm with Akos Kovach, Left on Her Own, is the short film played at the Black and White Film Festival. I'm so interested in this film. Uh, tell us about, because you're from Hungary, tell us about the National Film Institute of Hungary. Is that the, is that the company that helped you make produce this film? Yes. Uh, the, the majority of Hungarian films are financed through this institution. It's a government institution. And the idea of private filmmaking is virtually unknown in Hungary, to my knowledge. So most of the films that you'd see coming outside of Hungary would be financed through National Film Institute, in my opinion, because um, in Hungary, uh, we have a very particular situation. It's a small country, a nation of uh, nine and a half uh, million inhabitants within um, the confines of the territory of Hungary and uh, some four, five million Hungarians living outside of the borders due mm. to our very volatile history. So... Yeah, some uh, stuff it, has happened in Hungary in the last like 70, 70 80 years, I guess, right? To say the well, least. Yeah, a hundred years ago, uh, we were chopped up into pieces and what remained was like the one third of the territory and and the, the population. So yeah, th th we, we had a very, very volatile history. So being a, a, such a small nation and European filmmaking being um, um, of, of, a, of a very special breed, uh, normally this is the general situation. There are some uh, people who are, who, who are who lucky and who can, you know, get, together the finances but in general most of the films the, the grand majority of the films are financed through a government institution called the national film institute okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna see if this is true so according to your wikipedia page you're a, a, a rock pop singer you got you got a huge following on on on, on social media so you have some fame theme attached to it to yourself this is your first film but one, one can say that, yes. I've, I've been something of a household name. You're, you're something year. of a household name in Hungary. But yeah. so then that, that's hence your Wikipedia page. But in your personal life section in your Wikipedia page, it says that you aspire to be a film director, but your mom strictly forbade it. But now, <laughs> now you're a film director. She was not that strict, but but uh, she was pretty much against it. Her, her general idea about being an artist was not... Um, um, something uh, she found favorable, so she she feared for my future. You know, she she could see the flames in my eyes uh, that I was I was of a creative spirit, and then she loved me very dearly, and she tried to hold me back in my endeavors into the artistic field. You became a singer, but, though. Like it's it's um, first. Uh, she she was very keen on me going to university and, and having like a, a proper job, quote unquote. Yeah. And so I went to study economic economics at the Budapest University of Economics. And uh, I was in my sophomore year when I had my first recording contract with my with the band that I had at the time. So you've been doing this for 30 years, I guess, right? Not the age. A little a little more than that, yes. A little more than that. No, but it's just your first album says 1993, so I guess it was a little bit before that too, I guess, right? I, that was my first solo album with your the first... band. We recorded our first album in, in 1989. 
Oh, someone's got to update your Wikipedia page then and make sure that they get your your band. I'm not very keen on Wikipedia being an open source thing, and some <laughs> some funny people always put in uh, uh, bits of info there that are completely unsubstantiated. Like I speak Swedish, and for uh, this, just for the hell of it, for fun. Yeah. And I, I had a couple of years when every interview of mine started with the question why I speak Swedish, which I do not. But you speak Italian and English, correct? I, I speak more English than Italian, but yes, it's correct. And you have four children? Yes. And it also knowledge. says you're politically conservative. Not that that matters, but it, but for some reason it oh, all. Oh, Vic, uh, Wikipedia is very keen on 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 putting this out. Your ideology. They are very, I, I consider them a very, very ideologic platform. So for some reason, it uh, it was very important for them to put that out. Yeah, I am, by the way. Yes. Totally. All right. No, no judgment there. So basically, so, okay. So the, so you're finally, you're, you're obviously a household name. You make a nice career for yourself as a musician. You got a your family, man. You got four children. That's like, you're, you're a busy guy. So what what propels yeah. you finally to okay I'm gonna I'm gonna direct the film I'm, you wrote it as well so I'm gonna direct this film how did that come about? Um, I have always had a strong connection to books and literature and this was uh, the basis for me to be a lyricist first and then a singer like a singer songwriter kind kind of uh, singer so um, I'm not a singer by you know, having the greatest operatic voice or good looks. I have, I think I have an average voice and average looks, but it's, I think it's my lyrics and the music attached to them. For me, lyrics come first, uh, that, uh, that found a way to the public. And um, I have always been um, one of those guys in elementary and high school who recites poetry and poetry for Hungarians is some, for some reason is for some historic and artistic reason is very important. And um, so I have, I've known uh, tons of, of poems by heart all my life. So I was working with the uh, lyrical content even before I became a lyricist myself. And so being a singer songwriter is less of a fame thing for me though i i am considered famous i i don't like the fame part i i like the part that you can influence people through your lyrics and you can share your thoughts and your worldview with people through your songs and through your other writings uh, i have released five books of poetry i have released a, a book of short stories and that came out two years ago a year and a half ago okay and it contains 17 um, um, shorter and longer writings, um, short stories, basically. And uh, my film is based on two of those uh, short stories that appeared in that book. Okay, gotcha. So then, so this is a story of, uh, the, we'll get to the to filmmaking in a second, but it's kind of an interesting kind of story about this elderly kind of career taxi driver, I guess, right? Yeah. Who also kind of is a creative person and, and never really tapped into his creative energy, I guess, right? Um, the way I think about um, my protagonist is this. This is a guy who has been through many 
things, hardships. So, um, and he can attest to that, that he, and, he, and he can see other, the, the hardship that other people went through. And he's very lonely. Yeah. He, has a, he has a dead wife in the background. And this wife he had known since there were kids, little kids. And it's 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 not it's not like being fallen in love. It's like this guy breathes the air through the memory of the dead wife. Yeah, if it makes sense. No, yeah. Yeah. it's just but the way you're shooting it, like the way you're setting up the film, is that like who's he talking to? <laughs> like it's like you're focusing one hundred percent on on this guy. It's like. It's like a fly in the wall kind of perspective. You're using yeah. the, you're using the mirrors as a kind of like a archetype of like who he is, and but it's really about him. It's like it's about nobody else except for him, because it's us in the back seat, you know. And yeah. and he he doesn't hold back, and he doesn't even uh, leave us ground to cut in. It's it's his thoughts and his loneliness and his. His loneliness is vacuous, and he and he needs to fill that vacuum with the with speaking and with memories and with with the memories that he conjures up. Because what whatever he's talking about appears around the taxi. We it seems like we're driving by his memories. It's yeah. like a a, la- a labyrinth of his memories that we're driving through while we're taking his cab. So you, it's, but it's almost like, like if you, we've had these, like, I'm sure you have, like, maybe that's how you got your idea where you get into these cabs or you get into these Ubers and it's like, you don't want the person to talk, right? Like, cause you're, you're narcissist <laughs> or selfish. No, I'm just being general, right? Like you're, yeah. you're so, cause you're, you're headed somewhere generally a work thing or whatever. Right. So you're kind of in your own little mind, your little headspace, And then. So like it's 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 interesting that these some of these like you said some of these drivers are just driving around twelve hours a day, and there's there's got to be loneliness to them right there's got to be, like because they're just they're all alone the whole time and then someone gets in their car, and they don't even want to talk to you it, it makes you even more lonely right so yeah, yeah yeah and 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 you will leave eventually you leave their car soon yeah. enough, and then, and these guys you know what when I when I took a cab when I was younger and. I, I I always kept the, the guy talking. I always feeded him little questions. And I will I have always been very interested in, uh, in their lives because yeah. they they see, you know, a taxi driver is like a, a, a special person in society because he sees so many people and he knows where the places people go. And if you arrive in in a foreign city, the first guy you meet probably will be a, a, a your your driver. It's you know? true, yeah. And so so they know the places people go. They know uh, uh, the the activities people indulge in. So they know they know superfluously a lot of people, immeasurably large group of people, but they don't know any of them personally. So it's yeah. a very, very strange situation they are in. They are, they are um, the purveyors of information in a way. Yeah. Okay. They they have the knowledge, the lo- the the local knowledge, and and if you're a foreigner, 
you are going to ask your driver first where to go, where to meet people, which bar to go to, which pub to go to, which theater to go to, uh, where the church is, where, where the market is, and so forth. And I have always been very keen on trying to make these guys talk yeah. and share their worldview. And some of them will, will talk about you know, technical problems with the car, with the cab. And some of some people uh, would be talking to you about longevity and enzymes. I've had these. I, I've I've had these. Ver- these are very. These are personal memories of mine. And whenever I got out of a taxi and I met an interesting guy, I could hardly wait to sit down and put down everything that I heard. And that, so I had notes dating back twenty years when I when I sat down. Oh wow! Write. Okay. So they, 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 like a lot of people like like they a lot of people they, they talk they they complain about their jobs, but I guess that's like uh yeah, that's a, that's a superfluous uh, a small talk, you know, that yeah. you cannot do anything with. And then there's the some some of them have such insights that really shocks you in a way. Yeah, and and they they can be very crude and very deep observers at the same time. And this is this is my guy, you know. This all these stories um, constructed this guy for me. There's a well, and the, and the industry has changed as, as well, right? Where it's like not only is it now Uber, where like you're just you're calling on your phone and someone's coming, but also yeah. technology has changed because back in the day, these guys would have to know the city inside and out, right? They would have of course, to know, of course, you 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 named the street name and they knew exactly but, where they. But were now going. they don't they, they don't need to know anything because the yeah. GPS is gonna is gonna take them yeah. wherever they need Not to go. Not anymore. Right? It 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 has lost some romance to it. Yes. Or the, I'd say it has lost the romance to it. But there, yeah. that said, like from someone from my perspective, I've watched so I've seen so many, I've seen so many Uber related films, short films, especially. Oh yeah, about connection and stuff like that. But yours, yours takes the cake. I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you, but yours has a unique kind of flair to it, where like it's about the taxi driver. It's not about two people connecting, which most of them are about. It's about this this gentleman, and it's kind of like a it's it's like a it's about life in a sense. It's like there's a macro theme to what you're trying to say, I guess. Well, what an honor! Uh, thank you. No, but you you like I think that's what do you like you know you you uh, you know that too, right? Because it's like everything, every kind of moment in the film matters. There's a there's a there's a like you're showing society while this this gentleman's talking i guess right this is history he conjures yeah. it's, it's his life history and, and it, it doesn't even matter if these people are like real people or just people uh, that he uh, conjures from his memory the, you know people who have never lived or imaginary people it's his imagination that is projected in front of us and around the cab and 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 when you when you catch sight of what you're driving by, it's gone. Yeah, and he and he goes on to the next one. So, if if our films, uh, if there's a reason uh, for our film, um, that it, a reason for it standing out, it might be that it's it's a very old school film. In a way, in a way, it's it has. The aura of a film made 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, so well, there's a timeless feel to it. There's a, it's like an a old, it's an old, it's an old ethos of, of filmmaking in my in my uh, 
this is how I think about it. it there's this great, great uh, Hungarian filmmaker who have who who became um, a Hollywood legend. The guy is called Vilmos Zsigmond, and and um, he his name was probably pronounced differently in Hollywood, Vilmos Zsigmond or something like that. And he was a like a, a great, great filmmaker and uh, a director of photography. And this guy. Uh, when he uh, when he was old, and I'm not sure if he repatriated to uh, to Hungary, but but came back to Hungary and gave one of one of his last interviews. He's talking about um, the question is, uh, what kind of film would you like to make? And like it or not, even the biggest names in this industry who are directors of photography are, in a way, no disrespect there, but guns for hire. Yeah, they 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 work the job you know they do the job and this guy this very famous hollywood legend said if 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 he were he left to his own devices he would like to make a film that mirrors the filmmaking ethos of 50 years back like 50 years before yeah. he gave that interview and i feel very privileged because um i'm not a gun for hire I'm not a Hollywood legend and I will never be. But <laughs> but I what I could write, compose music to, and direct the film of my dreams, which is trying to convey the filmmaking ethos of many decades back. Yeah, gotcha. So tell me about your uh, uh tell me about your your maybe your lead, because obviously he's he's the key to your film, right? So where did you find that actor, that that gentleman, to be the to, to play in your film? He's a His name is Janos. 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 Janos Pop. Janos Pop. Yeah. Janos Pop. And and this guy is, um, I mean, his voice is a story in itself. Uh, you know, I I did the sound engineering work, um, the post work, and I had a a, a fantastic sound engineer, um, Otto Ola. Who's a he's, who's a veteran of this industry, and he, who recorded um, his voice in the cab, which which was which was um, which was a task I can tell you because he was driving in traffic. This is this is oh not, yeah okay. The car the car is not in a trailer. The guy was driving, so it was very important for him to be an avid driver and with the with the license and all that. This guy is a seasoned actor. He's um, 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 his voice is very well known and you know what the way I found him was again was again uh, it, it, the, the whole topic brings us back to poetry again because there's a poetry show on, on one of the uh, channels of Hungarian television there's a poet wait a minute there's a poetry show in Hungary. Hungary. It's like a, it's like a show. Hungary on one of the channels, which is the, the which is the, the, the so-called cultural channel. That's and interesting. Have, I don't think you'll see that have, in North America. But go ahead. I, I know, I know. That's why I'm trying to tell the whole story. And this guy uh, uh, comes in and recites a poetry, the a piece of poetry that I myself was reciting when I was younger, when I was in, when I was in high school. This is um. This is a Hungarian poet, and I know all all the words. You know all, the whole thing. I know by heart. And this guy recites it, uh, conjures the whole piece of poetry, un, 
in in a quality in a humane quality unheard of for me it, despite yeah. the fact that i that i know all the words and the whole thing by heart and i have a certain view of that poem and then he just recites it that it, it really chills your blood in a good way and I, when i saw that i said this is the guy i need this is the the person i would want as my lead as my protagonist this this is the exact guy i want so i meet up with him and you know um um people kind of know me having been around for over three decades and yeah. you know i'm a you know i'm a pop singer and if you're like a you know a proper theater guy who's uh, who's on stage every night uh, talking to a wannabe director who happens to be a a, a pop star um is is um so you have your you have your uh, prejudices when you sit down with a pop star like that, okay. you know. So he ha he had his, and so there was a wall to break through and break down. And the first meeting broke that wall down, and it was a, a feeling of uh, success in a way for me that uh, I could convince him just by showing him what I wrote. The, the first I wrote the monologue which appeared in my book of short stories. Yeah. And, and then he was touched by the monologue. And, and I could see the monologue um, whooshing his uh, prejudices away. Which was, he had like a preconceived which, notion of who you were. It's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's more than a preconceived notion. It's, a, it's, a, it's downright prejudice. We, we don't like to admit that we have them, but I, I, I do have them. Sure. I, and, and especially people of whom you may think you know many things because they have been in the media for a long time and you have a preconceived notion about them yeah and but, but still he he trusted me to a certain extent because he came to meet me you know so he didn't yeah. say i'm not gonna work with you or i'm too busy to work with you or yeah. whatever uh, a, a, a polite excuse might have been. He came to meet me, and I think when you talk to actors, um, protagonist or a main, the lead character yeah. is kind kind of a um, a call that they cannot resist. Gotcha. And it was yeah. A, yeah. And and it was. I tell you what, it was a pleasure working with this guy. This guy was so humble and so diligent. And he, by the time he came to rehearsals, he knew the whole thing by heart, the whole monologue. Yeah. So, so well, he's so got he, lots to say, right, in the film. Yeah, he's got lots to say and crazy stuff, and he's zigzagging through Hungarian history. So it's um, it's not an easy text to to get in your head and, and you're and, right there like you're the camera's like right in front of right in his face like he's, he's, yeah. he's driving right i know you're using lenses and stuff like that but like the car is only so 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 big like you're you're like you're pointing the camera right in his face while he's doing that the model car line. was stuffed with cameras yeah with, like, your, your cinematographer's got to stay in focus got to rack focus a lot like it's not easy but like it doesn't people think oh he's, you're going to cars an easy shoot but it's 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 pretty difficult but, shoot I'm no just... it's not you know it's not i mean the whole the, that whole car was stripped 
to to the core to to be filled with cameras and with the camera guy uh um like uh in an embryotic pose yeah yeah <laughs> he was he i mean that was we enjoyed every minute of it but it was it was a crazy crazy shoot i have yeah. i have to tell what did he think of the film when he watched it Oh, he liked it. And since uh, its release, uh, which was last year, uh, 4th of April, and and we usually, when we show this film to people, there is a, a Q&A with me and many times him and the camera guy, who's my good friend. Yeah. He's a great guy. And he received many, many accolades and international awards for his cinematography in this film and sometimes even our seasoned producer Jenny Haberman is there who's, a, who's also a, a, a senior guy and it's it's really a joy to see people's reactions after showing this movie in yeah. a proper movie theater you to see the them being teary-eyed and shocked and it's just really really great and then to, to sit out and to talk with these guys about the experience of the shooting and the whole artistic notion that is behind this film is is just pure joy, I have to tell you. What did you think about our feedback that we send you, the North American audience? I tell you what, this is a gem. This is the best thing. This is this is my biggest award I have I have received with this film. We won a, a gold award in Milan, and we were awarded in Bucharest and Budapest and Avezzano, Italy, and in Shanghai. And then, and I tell you what, the greatest thing I got out of um, uh, putting my film out there is. The audience, the people whose uh, whose reactions I can see when I'm there, when it's showing, um, the the reactions I get over email, and my my I consider my biggest international award this audience feedback video. I I in all honesty, it's yeah. it's not it's not it's try to believe me. I, it's really hard to put it in the words. These people do not know anything about us, Hungary, me personally. These all these people saw was our film, and they saw it through my own eyes, and they picked up on the details that we put in there. These people, you can you can tell that these people are film connoisseurs, okay, yeah. and they they know how to watch a film. It's almost a profession, but it, it definitely is an ability to pick up on the myriad uh, de uh, uh, small details that the average viewer would not pick up, up, up on uh, uh, maybe for the 10th view. Yeah. So it was just really heartwarming. It really moved me. I, uh, in all honesty, I have to tell, I mean, I, maybe because probably it sounds terrible, but it was really a, a very, very positive shock for it's me. So good. So good to hear. Yeah. And it's like it's it, but it shows you that that it's a universal film. It's not a Hungarian film. It's there's a universal thematic there. It's like everybody can kind of relate and understand your film, right? So it doesn't that's, matter that's where the they best, live. that's the best thing about it. 
yeah. you know, vet, veteran filmmakers, those who, who had their international breaks and whose names are, are well known outside of Hungary, um, kept telling me when my film was out and they were encouraging me and, and they were pushing me on, egging me on. It was really, really great to hear those guys whom I look up to that, that they, they, they trust in me and, and they like my movie. All, they always say that if you produce a movie, it has to be in its, in its formulaic sense um, exclusively Hungarian, but it has to deal with not international, but universal problems. Mm -hmm. So try to put into words like only a Hungarian can the universal humane problem, the problem that, uh, of, of hu human existence, if mm -hmm. you will. I'm not saying that, that we are shooting for such a, um, um, a universal themes, but loss and, uh, and having lost the loved one and hearing their voice and reciting their letters in your head. It's, I think it is, it's, what is universal if not loss, if not grievances, if not grief? All right, man. It was great. Like, I can't wait to see your next film. I want to see what you do next. Uh, before we leave you, can you say something to us in Hungarian about the festival, about, about anything in, in your native, native language? Yeah. Nagyon köszönöm a Torontói nagy díjat. Fantasztikus élmény volt. A legnagyobb díj számomra a nézői visszajelzés. Köszönöm ezt a beszélgetést. Okay. Naked. This, what I've said was that the greatest award for me, I, I thank you for the, the Toronto award. The greatest award for me uh, was the audience feedback video. It, it's, it, it's, it's, for me, it is worth more um, than any international accolade. Oh, I appreciate it. Okay, so let's talk again. Uh, like I know, I don't like. I'm sure you're going to make more films, and despite your mother and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, poor she. She's 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 uh, she's been dead for for a long time now. But I I hope that when she looks down upon me from the edge of the cloud, she says, uh, "Okay, okay, if it if it if it works this way, yeah, and and if you're happy doing it, you proved you yourself will. already. Yeah. So mom can take the backseat. Yeah, yeah, Matthew." It's yeah. been a pleasure right. talking to you. I hope I didn't take too long. No, you're awesome. But I just really enjoyed it. And and in, what I said, it was in in. I mean, I'm I'm not sure if it if if it can be conveyed, you know, through uh, the waves. That I, it was really it was a gift. It was a surprise to see these people talk about the film. It's the it's the best feature of your festival don't you ever stop this is just so great this is what everybody needs it's encouragement to see that the people um watch your production for the movie you mm -hmm. meant it to be yeah i'm not sure it makes sense but no i, I, I appreciate you. i really appreciate that thank you so much for everything uh let's like i said i want to see your next film and we'll talk then excellent Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take.